I'm Jonathan Hayes of the St. Louis Battlehawks, and this is the XFL Show. Welcome, football fans. This is the week of March 20th, 2022. On the road to kickoff 2023, this is For the Love of Football, and this is the XFL Show. I'm Alan. And I'm Bryant. The USFL has a rule book, finally, and the XFL's hitting the college pro days hard. This is episode 213. Bryant, if it's good, steal it, because that's kind of what the USFL did with some of their rules taken from the XFL rulebook, but some interesting new stuff I can't wait to talk about this week. If it's good, steal it is probably one of the better quotes of the week because, you know, I mean, th- this is literally like nothing we've seen before in our <laughs> entire life. Yeah. Like, you know, ever. When it, when it comes to the USFL overtime, which is similar to the XFL overtime, but different in a few ways. And yes, we never did see the XFL overtime. So technically, if we get a USFL OT, We will have never seen that before. We'll break down what that actually is coming up. That's all going to be in a chunky hot read full of rules, which will be fun. But real quick, let's let them know, Brian. We're 47 weeks from kickoff, kind of. We're doing this show way late this week. Why? Well, I don't know. Exhaustion, (laughs) lack of announcements, waiting for the USFL rulebook mostly. You you can't have a football show go on during the same week as March Madness. It just doesn't work. It doesn't You're work. Not gonna ha- it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It's you, know, you can't have two. Not enough market share there for two things at one time like that. It makes no right, sense. Yes, Vince would say so. And full full uh, transparency from me, have not watched one full March Madness game myself at all. I've bet on them. But I have not watched one full game. I don't know. Maybe that's because of betting now these days and or I don't know, my lack of attention span or how I've kind of been fully immersed in some trash movies. I'm well, almost too embarrassed. Well, to when, you, when you when you make show. A, a, an investment in a nice, shiny new toy. Oh, like I got a new toy like you're with. Yeah, uh, I, I don't blame you, man. It's, it's not easy to like to. to yeah, I do. I do have a shiny new toy that I'm, I'm talking to you through. This computer machine is brand new. I'm loving it. Yes, I nerded out all week, and I also watch. I'll give a quick movie rec. It's Oscar week too, Brian. At the top of the show. Oh, well, then we I, can't do this show. There's just not enough room. There's not enough in the room. schedule for this. Yeah, can't do it. I'll just real quick to, to trying to give some excuses for why we didn't put the show out on a football Sunday last week or earlier this week or whatever. Uh, stalked by my doctor. It's the greatest movie franchise of all time huge recommendation stalked by your doctor spot stalked by my doctor starring eric like a stalker like a stalker. yeah he's he's tremendous um my doctor is stalking me calls me every day asking for his money can't believe he won't leave me alone <laughs> they're they're Stop the best it. stalkers i've learned that uh okay en- enough dilly dallying Let, let's get into the the show there's lots to cover this week seven two four five six five 4XFL is the XFL fan line. Call, leave a voicemail, leave a text. We'll get to it on the following show. We we usually do, especially the good stuff. And, of course, at XFL Show on social media, if you want to follow us, DMs are open, and we talk XFL during the week there. We are brought to you by Pretty Easy Podcast. You could go to prettyeasypodcast.com today to get your own podcast started. That's right. Get your own podcast started and with all the help you'd ever need at an affordable rate. You get a producer, an editor, a podcast pal, someone to help you out and get your show out there on all the platforms. Sound good. Good, crisp podcasting help at prettyeasypodcast.com. Because they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. So easy, in fact, that if you know somebody else's 
podcast idea is that good, they'll help you steal it, but in uh, a different way. Uh, not not outright, of course, but I mean, within, within no, no, reason. No, 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 no. Well, like, most ideas are still there. No, there's like, no original know, ideas anymore anyway. Like so this, this is the XFL show. And then there's like, this is the next XFL show. So like that. they'll just do a little spice. There's always an original, but you know what? Sometimes the copies are good too. And you know, they're, they're okay, but you know, everybody loves a- alien like, and form. They, they exactly. They did. They did a good cover. Covers Richie are Valens. fun. We love covers, but the OGs are also always fun. And you know what? The the OG XFL rulebook, I will say at the top of the show, we are not getting it to the USFL rules yet. Better than the USFL rules, even though we haven't seen them in play. A lot more questions about stuff I feel like I have now compared to going into the 2020 season. Just to put that um, out there at the start. Well, we'll get into it, but I, I agree with you. But I think it's more because we, d- we haven't gone through the reasoning process to why these rules Makes sense, and we'll talk about that. Yeah, later. yeah, we'll, we'll we'll break it down. But real quick, let's think and dunk about stuff you were saying and reacting to after our last conversation and meeting here in the podcast space. Jason M on XFL Show said, "Every league needs a figurehead. Doesn't matter if it's a player, coach, owner, or commissioner. The USFL doesn't have that yet. Agree? They don't have the. They could at least use the robot." The ro- oh, the fox robot. Yeah, I don't, they could at least use the fox robot. I don't know. I would, may- I would maybe say if you're following it at all, it's it's Mike Pereira. <laughs> he's the only one doing any kind of real media, like, and he's the one on Fox's website within all these videos they're putting out about rules and talking about lasers. So maybe him, kind of right now. Um, at the, at the end of it, we all know USFL. it'll be Jeff Fisher. USFL two dot is where I go. I think you could go to the USFL. 21 days, 18 hours, 20 minutes, and 15 seconds. Full season tickets on sale now. Which team? What do you mean, which team? Well, I mean, don't you buy season tickets by team? You know, not in this league. You can, can't you get them for the whole league? Just oh, this league is great. This is not even part tickets. of the dink and dunk. But, oh, yeah, okay. So, USFL touchdown 10-pack. Below you will find a list of events that are available for purchase. General admission, build your own season, ability to choose 10 daily general admission tickets. Kids under 15 are free with ticket adult limit, three kids per one order. That, I'll say, is badass. I love it. I love that you can just go to all the games. That's, that is the cool part about having a hub. Build your season. own season, ability to choose 10 daily premium general admission tickets. Kids under 15 admitted for, oh, there's a premium general admission, excuse me. And there's a reserve stadium club, Alan, Ooh. for 10 games. I mean, that's kids awesome. Under two. Only kids under two, though, administer for free there. Imagine, imagine uh, 13, 14-year-old us, if we were living in Birmingham, how pumped would you have been for this? Come on. That's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with USFL premium reserve seat. They are three $400 a piece, basically. Go in here. Add to cart. For, ten, for how, for ten how many games? For 10, 10 games. games in the season. In the season. I'm going to continue here. Let's see what it does. Section. Oh, look at this. Section 101, row A, seat 11 and 12. You get right there, right where all the action is. That's this is it's very affordable. We'll get I don't know we'll where you choose the games, the though. Really affordable. Just, I, I bet you, what if it's like a punch card? That's cool. Or like a pass, like a fast pass. Or like, yeah, like you a, got like that at Magic fob. Mountain, right? Maybe like yeah. a key fob. Scan right. key fob, sir. Your season pass to Universal Studios or whatever, it's like that. That's cool. I'm down for that. I, it's, I like that aspect of the USFL, I will admit. The hub city, obviously, as a whole concept, isn't as exciting as having teams play in their own cities. But if you're going to do it, make it affordable and accessible. And they definitely are. I think that's that's a good thing. There's nothing on their no, website about the rules. No, it's on foxsports.com. You got to go to makes sense. that. No, that makes sense. Yeah. You're right. That makes sense. Makes And also there's like no menu to on their website to, you know, look up a team or look at their coaches or their rosters. You got to oh. scroll all the way down to the page. It's just uh, you know, sometimes when you have too much to time, you overlook these things. Alan, that's what it is. Uh, shark attack on the uh, xfl.show comments after last episode said it's going to be San Antonio Toros or San Antonio Scorpions. And, and for Chicago is like that 
fruit, right? Like that people make tea. Toro? Toro is a bull. Remember oh, bring I'm it on? Taro. Sorry. Taro. Yeah. Remember, remember bring it on? Yeah. That was, they were the Toros. Um he said for Chicago, bring back the Chicago Enforcers or the Chicago in Untouchables, which I like. Untouchables I like it, but it doesn't roll off the tongue. I feel like it's, it's too many syllables. It also might be copyright. I don't know who owns the untouchable branding. It might be Kevin Costner. Would you, even if somebody didn't own know. that branding, like I feel like somebody owns that branding. If you I mean, I would love to. See, I mean, they would never put it, but like a Tommy gun on a helmet would be pretty rad. But they're, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like I like those suggestions from Tours Shark Attack and the San Antonio teams. Scorpions. I believe Shark Attack was the one who had the uh, Oakland Violators, though, if I'm not mistaken. Was it? Oh, that's. I mean, that might have been. I apologize, Shark Attack, if you're not, but I feel like you were. If it's between all these, these I'm going. I'm going Scorpions all the way. Big City Nights in San Antonio is what I'm all about. So that, there you go. Scorpions is my pick for the San Antonio franchise. Would you want them to? Would you want their team colors to be red, uh, yellow, and black? Oh, oh, I like that angle too. That's very good. And then, then, but then you got to have a team and. Then the Chicago then like the, the, team the, needs the, to be the uh, the stinger on the scorpion is like a dagger. Just all team names after Mortal Kombat characters. That'd be great. Screw it. Yeah. The L.A. Cyrax. Do it. There yeah, you go. The New York Raidens. That sounds great. I like it. I like it. That's, San that's, Francisco. Put that job. Put that down. Mark the date. Mark, mark it the down. Calendar. We want Mortal Kombat characters. San Francisco Johnny Cages. Here we go. Let's yeah, do it. We go. Let's go. Johnny Cages. <laughs> <laughs> Arizona Toasties. There you go. All right. Well, now you're getting. You're now. Well, now you're kind of. All right. I'm going outside real. the case. Serious. Right, if you're going to be serious. Sorry. Be serious. Sorry. All right. All right. Jacksonville Jacks. There. Okay. There you go. See. Boom. All right. We're having. Now we're you start going to cities just because. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. Good. We appreciate everyone hitting us up, but we got to get it again into things this week. There's plenty of other comments and got a couple uh, texts this week. Also, we'll get to them next week um, because there's so much to get into. Uh, first, I want to talk about member of the XFL's uh, football ops department getting a look-see from an NFL team. Um, will it happen? Who knows? But worth a t- chat. And of course, the USFL has some XFL faces announced as well this past week. So let's talk about it all in this week's cover too. Good crisp. The XFL's Senior Vice President of Player Personnel, one of our good, close, personal, longtime, dear, good friends of the show, Doug Whaley, interviewed for the Pittsburgh Steelers general manager job recently, Bryant, one of many candidates for that job. They are interviewing lots and lots of potential GMs. Doug Whaley, one of them, of course, he's got his history with the Bills. Currently working with the XFL, Pittsburgh native, makes a lot of sense. Does it make you nervous that they could steal him away from the XFL? Because there are so many candidates, I will say just uh, honestly, probably not. But I am happy that the XFL currently has people employed in the league that are at least being either coveted or looked at by NFL teams. And that's only a good thing. That means you have good people working in the offices of the XFL. So that's good news. I would say that Doug Whaley interviewed for that job. And I'm, I'm sure that the league would, I hate to lose him, but are very happy for him to even get that, that, uh, that interview. It's, it's kind of like when you have like a significant other and people always try to steal that significant other away. You get angry, you get mad, but you also realize how good you have it. Yes. Because everybody wants them. That's why I have mine locked up in a mountain home where there's no people. I have right not now. seen her in six months. So I'm a little concerned, <laughs> but it's okay. Usually all, she's kind of staring you down right now and telling you. All hey, podcasting you? and no play makes Al <laughs> a, a dull boy. Uh, but yeah. congrats to Doug Whaley. And as a Steeler fan, would love to see it happen. But uh, I really have no idea or insight into who they're going to I don't pick think Pittsburgh does when either. Ke- when Kevin Colbert retires after the draft. Uh, part two of the cover two, though, let's talk some coaches. The USFL assistants have uh, been announced uh, finally as well, in addition to the rules, because they're actually practicing now. Do you know that practice started um, actually today. today as of this live on tape recording? Shh, and, giving away when our recording. Oh, sorry, sorry. I, I, the 
recorded. Pay on no Monday. attention to the man behind the, cur- the podcast curtain. Uh, the XFL uh, names in the USFL are plenty, uh, and uh, we just have a few that we want to touch on real quick. Uh, Pepper Johnson is in the USFL. Brian is a defensive coordinator for Todd Haley's I mean, Tampa Bay Bandits. Give Pepper Johnson his dap. That man is a close personal, personal long time dear good friend, good friend of and, the show, and and one of the greatest ride alonger ride alongs ever. Uh, Pepper Johnson is with the Tampa Bay Bandits. Can you imagine if I had like a Corolla or something? Oh, yeah. It, it would have been very intimate. It would have been very <laughs> it, 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 Luckily, we were in the SCV. But, you know, also can't shy away from the fact that Pepper Johnson, probably the most controversial uh, firing, I guess, or or dismissal from a team. Still don't know 100% what went down. I mean, part of me down. feels that the man was riding in a car by himself with us. Maybe there was some turmoil <laughs> before that I first mean, game of the season. <laughs> we should have looked into it a little bit. Or was it our fault? We don't know. And if we, if it was, we're sorry. Who brought him here? Who brought this man here <laughs> early? No one, just take him and drive him around. Don't bring him to the hotel. <laughs> no one said that to us. I'm kidding. No one actually said that. They offered um, us food when we got there. Of course, we're going to take a straight line. Yes. Now, what do we... Um, but he's it, Pepper Johnson back coaching with the Tampa Bay Bandits as a, d- a defensive coordinator. Another XFL named Chris Dishman, who is with the Guardians, is in the same area with the New Jersey Generals. He's the defensive coordinator there. And I think he probably put together the best secondary in the XFL uh, coaching with the Guardians. And now he's going to ha- be the DC for the Generals. So I assume they are going to have a stout D. A good pasty. Uh, Jeff Jagodzinski was with the Renegades and is now working under Bart Andrus for the Philly Stars. So another another name, uh, coordinator name from the XFL. And then, you know, we have uh, scattered throughout another a bunch of other assistants in the USFL. But again, we talk a lot about the USFL on this show because it's happening in how many days? Three weeks? Uh, hold on, right? Live update. Sorry. Pulling up. 21 days and 18 18 hours in 21 days and we all we know we see the comments underneath all the other good stuff we do see these guys hate the usfl why do they say we do not we're being critical of it because it's we're talking about it it's fair to say that we hate the way they've built this up i think it's you know we don't hate the usfl i love the the idea of marketing yeah I love, love the idea of the USFL. Yeah. I love spring yeah. football. I love football in general. Like this is a good idea in that sense. It's also I, a good idea to buy a house. Yeah, is it I a good idea to not do the due diligence on the house? Yes. No. Or exactly b- buy one where you can't afford. I no. But you know what? The, there there are aspects maybe we hate about it. But overall, it's football. I'm excited to watch this thing in three weeks. I can't wait to see guys like Shea Patterson, Jordan Tamu playing quarterback. Uh, for a pro team i want to see this i'm excited to see this there are just aspects we're going to be critical of and break down same with the xfl and you know are we a little bit more positive on the xfl maybe because we're still glowing from what happened all the way it was just a great experience going into 2020 until the league shut down it was really fun it made a lot of sense some of the stuff the usfl is doing in comparison doesn't but who knows maybe it works and we'll see and they do have a lot of great names i will say putting these these teams together, playing on these teams, and we'll see how it all looks in three weeks' time, Brian. But with that said, they do have a rule book that's out that has me very intrigued but also scratching my head and also super excited for one part of it. Let's break it all down in this week's Hot Read. USFL rules have been revealed. There's a rule book. And with Birmingham, Alabama seeing the USFL take practice fields this week, it was a a big, big week for the league that you probably missed because, again, the marketing. Oof. But they do have little videos out. I encourage everyone to watch them on FoxSports.com. Mike Pereira breaking down some of the more interesting rules from the league. And, you know... We're going to break them down here too, Bryant. I can't wait to see your reactions. Let's get right into it. First and foremost, extra points. You look very angry. Why are you so mad right now? Is it because that there's a three-point play 
the XFL had that. No, not at, no, not at all. I'm more mad because it, there's just nothing about the rules on USFL2.com. USFL2.com. Yeah, maybe somebody put them on USFL.com. Let me see, just to make sure. No, because that's well, a Japanese like shipping wh- company, or isn't it? USFL, right? They Los don't Angeles have... Carrier Career Forum. Mm. Well, Ooh, let's translate. let everyone know what the actual extra point rule is. Yes, there's a one point kick you can have from the 15. There's a two point conversion attempt you could take from the two yard line and there is a three point play from the 10 just like the xfl although the was the two from the two no the two was from the five the one was from the two the one was from Um, the two and there was no kick so there was no kick so basically it's nfl rules plus a three-point play it is so that's interesting i I don't like it i don't like don't like the kick i was Uh, fond of i don't like the kick. kick I don't mind the kick, but I think it, it's ridiculous in this sense because with the XFL removing the kick, everyone had to do that play. Everyone had to do the two point. You always had to do a play from scrimmage. Now, with the kick available, what's going to happen? People are going to do the kick a unless lot they need to do the other ones. Later in the games is when you will see. And you're not going to. It's not. Gonna, you're, who, how many people are going to be able to the do the three? Three is going to be very play. rare. Yeah. yeah. And, it's going to be very hard. Even harder than the XFL. The XFL wasn't a great, you know. Um, conversion rate. So, I don't have in I, mind I with the the, kick. this because of that. I was thinking the XFL conversion rates were kind of crap. Uh, they were getting the hang of it maybe more and more as the season went on. This will, I mean, even with one point conversions, make scores bump up a little bit higher for those final tallies and look better, I guess, for the league. And well, it affects betting too in a different Great way. It, maybe it's easier to handicap. Um, that could be who knows how, what kind of concessions they made with these rules. They do. They are uh, the USFL is approved for betting in 15 states. Obviously, they're going to be pushing the Fox Bet app that not a lot of people use uh, for their sports book, but that's the preferred sport sports book of the USFL, along with something called Points Bet. I've never heard of, and I looked up. It's on FanDuel and should be on some others, uh, but. Also take that into account with betting uh, being so prominent, the rule book coming out, uh, it'll affect how these games are handicapped, extra points, having kicks. Very interesting. It is like Brian said, the NFL plus a three point play. I'm excited to see when it actually happens. I doubt we see one week one though. That's my prediction. No way. I mean, unless we have to, unless you're down. Yeah, unless you're Here's the thing with the, what was cool about the XFL with the one, two, or three is people made decisions. They didn't always go for one and then go for two or three where they needed to. They made a decision to go for two this time, go for two this time, go for three, go for whatever it was. We're not going to see that. I, a lot I, more I, thinking I almost, involved. Yes. Yeah. I, I, you I could almost plan it out. guarantee We're, that it's going to be yeah. a one-point play unless you need a three-point play yeah. to get closer, to fix the score, to where it's like a touchdown away, something like that. Yeah. The onside kick rule is something that you've heard teams in the NFL propose in the offseason. It always gets shot down, but it is going to happen in the USFL. No clue what to think of it. If I'm one of the uh, NFL Rules Committee people, I'm always voting this down because I don't want to see it in the NFL, but I'd like to see it in some leagues, so why not the USFL? And, of course, I'm talking about the fourth and whatever from the whatever yard line to keep the ball. It's been proposed, and this is a 4th and 12 from the 33-yard line. And if the onside first down attempt, 4th down attempt, I don't know why they're calling it a 4th down. It makes no sense. It's an onside down. You need 12 yards to get the first down. And if you get it, you keep the ball. That's the rule. You can also attempt a regular onside kick from the 25-yard line. There are two options. What do you do? This one will be interesting. The risk is you don't get it, and the op- opposing team has it at probably the 33-yard line or wherever that spot ends up on that onside down. Um, but 12 yards. To me, it's not a, it's the, the, the location of the ball is not a downside because if you don't convert this, you're probably losing the game anyway. So it doesn't, you know, whatever. The position of the field doesn't really matter to me. Um, I had a great conversation with Sam Schwartzstein a long time ago, and he basically had mentioned to me that um, when you do a play like this, when do you give your players a break? 
you know, they could have just done a 10, 12 play drive, gone all the way down the field. Yeah. And now have to do it all over again. No break in between, no kick, no anything like that. So, and with shortened rosters, not that, yeah. what, is it, what is it, 15 players per team? What is it? 38. 38. 38 yeah, players so per this- team. Like, this is not a lot. So, this is, you know, it's, it becomes a, Hopefully, condition. I hope they're still running on their first the, day of practice today. The, the thing here, I, that's what I'm thinking, though. I would, if I'm a coach, I would try this early. If you score on, say you get the ball first, you score right away. First, your first drive, a touchdown. Why not try this? You're already up. You're, you're already up. You know, you're going to give away some field position, maybe, but. It's worth the. It's kind of worth the risk. A fourth and twelve, especially say that first drive is you're picking them apart. Oh, look at these guys don't have any answer for us early. You could get ahead early with this rule. That is I true. Think. That's a good point. That, that I didn't think about that. Just actually just doing it. Uh, to yeah, me, I mean, it is because more, teams it, all defenses adjust, and that's so they could start games off a lot of times where defenses are already on their heels and they don't know what's going on. They're, they're especially with these new teams. Team just comes out guns a blazing. I I can see it happening early. I would try. Yeah. Do you do you do you go? Do you score the touchdown? Go for two and then go back and go fourth and twelve. Just keep the <laughs> offense rolling on the field. Pile, pile it on. Like yeah, that that's going to be uh, something to keep an eye on. I think or how often. And the you know what? They didn't do a discouragement by saying, "Hey, put it on the thirty-three. Maybe they should have kept that at the twenty-five. Then for that instance, that that's why the thirty-three seems like kind of too close to midfield. I would have. Made it a little riskier and put it. Yeah, I wonder you could still get eleven is. yards and have them at the forty-four. Yeah, I, just, I don't know if it's plus or minus. I think that's plus forty-four. Yeah, for the, I don't know. That um, well, you're on your own thirty-three attempting it. That's so. minus, right? Yeah. So that's. I just feel like I would have if if I'm going for this, I would have probably just made it the twenty. You know, I mean, I, if if I if I have the if I have to do an onside kick, logic, I'm always going for the play, right? You're not of going for course. Oh, of course. There's way yeah. more. Way, yeah, you do way you? more 12 yard plays than you do onside kicks in a game. So, especially if you accidentally kick it 20 yards on the onside, then you're screwed in this league. We'll get to the they're, kickoff. In a <laughs> they're um, these next two rules, though. I'm really excited about because I haven't seen these before. You have not. Well, no, you've seen one of them. This uh, that's the true. double four that's pass true, you've right? seen. The overtime you have not. The XFL had a. Was it a, a five-shot shootout rule from the five? So best of the 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 best of five attempts from the five in overtime. We never saw it. It sounded cool. also mind you in the XFL the points counted towards the score. I don't know if they're going to count on. This. They're going to be worth two points in the USFL. Yeah, but, uh, so they oh, are going to tally two points per. So yeah, you, if you had thirty. You're going to go to 32, 34, 32. Yeah. So if you have the over. And they keep getting yeah. these two pointers. Yeah, that it's going to be okay. part of the score. So it's a best of three shootout in the United States Football League, and these are all from the two yard line. And after three attempts, if it's still tied, then we have sudden death in the USFL overtime. Pumped for this! Can't wait to see it. Very much like the XFL, a, a little closer to the end zone. Well, I'm so we'll I'm, see more I'm running. Happy they plays. only did three. Honestly, because those teams have to get back on their planes and yeah, get five, back home. Five's rowdy after the <laughs> game. Was, if you do five, you know you, yeah. you could go on forever. Three's good because then that way you're you know you're back on the plane and you're headed home with enough time yeah. To, to yeah yeah. I'm, I'm I'm excited for this and I see I don't see how it doesn't work. It's going to be cool if it happens. Hopefully it does. The it's double four, the two. The, the two. Do you think the five would have been a lot more fun? I think I feel like the five. Yeah, but then at least fun. now we, I understand this because now we get to see running attempts in the That's overtime. So I, and I want to see that, especially these teams are going to be. I think we're going to see lots of RP lots of running, lots of run pass option going on. So you're going to see that um, in the over in the overtime if it happens. The double forward passes back. Uh, in US, in USFL form, two forward passes behind the line of scrimmage allowed, just like in the XFL. We saw it a little bit in the XFL. Pretty cool. Uh, makes it uh, really interesting for the play calling creativity for these offensive coordinators. Well, we never. I think we saw maybe one, week maybe one. two. Saw one in DC, right? 
yeah, right? Week one or week two was. Mm-hmm. Other than, I don't. Was it completed? I don't remember. Was it? I believe so. Yeah. Um, the, the to me the the best parts were when the ball would get like batted back to the quarterback and then he would get a second attempt at the pass. That was the best. Those Landry best. Jones, I think, had one of those. It happened twice, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. So that's Andrew cool. The it happened in Seattle. The, the double forward pass was something we we dug from the XFL. It's not a major rule. It's not going to happen often, but good to know it's there. The replay here is uh is going to be totalitarian. The command, the replay command for the USFL in LA has say over all replays. Each coach gets one challenge per game. I like that. Just limit it to one because these really the replay is going to be. I mean, they're going to be watching over every single thing because the replay command has the ability to overrule all sorts of calls, uh, personal fouls, roughing the passer, defenseless player hits. Uh, well, those are all personal horse, fouls, but horse calls, all, yeah, all of that. Also, uh, the, the the different aspects of the pass interference rule, which are going to be probably confusing for referees at first, but I think ultimately will be awesome i'm excited for that probably most of all we'll get to it in a second but replay is totally handled in la by usfl replay command what about gonna um, be that basically the eye in the sky for the league well yes you you dove deep into these i'm sure but what about like plays like scoring plays turnovers catches are those reviewable by the, the the or is it only one challenge per the coach? The, the, like if, did he get in the end be, zone? Was it a catch? This is going to be handled like the NFL with replay on scoring plays and turnovers, plus all the other okay. added added authority they have that they don't have And then one challenge in the instead of two, possibly three for the NFL. This is really the referees in the USFL do not have a lot of all the responsibility. They have responsibility, obviously, but uh, replay command is apparently going to be watching over every aspect of these games. Which is nice to know because the vantage point you have with the cameras and the broadcast view uh, is just so much better uh, than what they're seeing on the field a lot of the time. Uh, the pass interference rule, though, this one I've been waiting to get to, one I've been most interested in, rule I hate the most, lo- love-hate, mostly hate. 15-yard penalty in the USFL unless, unless it's an intentional pass interference we're getting into some nba territory here now we need to know if it's a flagrant one or two we have intentional pi being a spot foul in the usfl and pass interference under 15 yards does not get you that 15 yard penalty it'll be a spot foul as well and and offensive pass interference can't occur if a pass doesn't even go beyond the line of scrimmage so a lot of tweaks to the standard college pass interference rule. I can't wait to see it. It sounds good on paper. It looks good on paper. Sounds good to the ear. But in practice, I can see being confusing and tough to judge for referees. And that's why you have to have a command center or an eye in the sky for your league. So that makes sense for the PI rule. And hopefully they enforce it correctly because I think it could make a lot of sense. I am... Um... I'm a little perplexed in the sense that I guess we don't really see it in college. Well, do you see it in college where here's my question. What is intentional is intentional tackling someone or is intentional grabbing somebody's arm intentionally? Like how, what's the degree of intentional here? That because in college, in college you see, you see players grab an arm that's intentional pass interference because they don't want to get beat, but it's only 15 yards. Is that what we're talking about? Or are we talking, Hey, I'm going to trip you. Yeah, how flagrant, you. how flagrant does it have to be? That has not been defined. And again, that's why I'm saying authoritarian. This replay command is going to have the authority to call it however they want. And they're probably, I mean, that's the, that's as a better and as someone who's probably going to be, be worrying about scores and whatnot in this league, you're going to be upset because you don't really know the rule here. I wonder they if Mike Ferrer is going to be they? in the booth. I wonder if he's going to be in the booth, and he's going to be like, "Yeah, this is to me. This is intentional. This is intentional." And then the replay officials come back. 
uh, ruling it unintentional. Do you think he gets on the phone? And well, be like, he's hey, the no, replay. He is. It's him. It's the, it's Mike Pereira's show. He's running it, so he's going to. But be is he in the booth, it. or is he? But is he in the booth being like a commentator? Or is he going to be like? Well, at he'll the be center? in. Re, he will be in replay command. But will he be talking on the air? Well, I don't know. We don't know how their broadcasts are going to go. I'm sure he will be, because uh, I'm hoping they'll give us that insight, and hopefully they define it exactly what is intentional. I think we can mostly see what it is, and you're right. If it like when you see a guy grab a guy's hand, that's intentional. A push, um, just shielding without looking for the ball, those should be called the spot fouls. Um, but the accidental bumps that you see get called, and there's spot fouls in the NFL, and teams get screwed um, and trips. You, you can, know, you know, you and Jake have a real big problem with this rule, and I'm really wondering: is it is it the Joe Flacco? Yes, the guy won a whole damn Super Bowl just throwing pass interference passes his whole playoff. Come on, come on. This is it's got it's got to be reined in this rule, and I think they're doing it here. But it's it's tricky. It's it's a wild beast pass interference. Can what if you have like instead of like it? you you only get one intentional pass interference per game after the second one you're thrown out like a technical <laughs> foul. Oh yeah, I like it. See, let's. Go, let's go full NBA with the pass interference. Yeah. It's rule. like a technical foul, right? And if you get another one, you're kicked out of the game. And and then you're going to have those those players who are just so good at getting corners kicked out of games. Mm-hmm. And then you'll know whole new skill set for receivers to pay attention to. A new Madden rating for how, how frustrated you could get corners. Um, I'm most excited for that of all the rules because it's I think the the most unique. Um, because they are mixing and matching and then adding on the command center for replay, we can maybe see, I'm hoping, pass interference be fixed permanently by how the USFL does it. We'll see. I'm excited for it. I will give them that. I like where they're going. A lot of gray. A lot of gray in it. With any rule, there's gray. Hopefully they can define it. I think for the most part, us as fans can tell. And when they're in a replay booth in that added time and the, oh, man, I can't wait to see. The kickoffs, here's something interesting. All kickoffs from the 25-yard line we were discussing before the show. No kicking team member may line up any further back than one yard. So they're right there where the ball's kicked pretty much. And the receiving team needs a minimum of eight players in the setup zone between their own 35 and 45. So between the 35 and 45 over here, Receiving team and the twenty-five over can here. Please do. Can you please do this as Big Papa Pump? Please, please for the love. <laughs> okay, but it would be better for the people listening and not watching on, fine, fine, on YouTube. Fine. You're right. You're right. I should. I could do it. For, uh, so you got thirty-five and the forty-five yard lines over here, and the twenty-five yard line. It's a big difference, you know. And you couple it after the kickoff travels twenty yards. The first team that touches it has to be the receiving team. Then that means that the untouched kick becomes dead if nobody touches the ball because you can't recover a kick if it goes past 20 yards if you're the kicking team only if it's within 20 yards then it's an official onside kick so you got all that plus the long distances between the receiving and the and that equals out to a really interesting kickoff (laughs) i think but not quite the xfl kickoff because that's a big distance (laughs) Between the receiving team. Oh, and on and that note, make sure you catch BBR for our WrestleMania show next week. Yes, of course, WrestleMania show, Brainbuster Radio. But sorry, that's all. That's aren't there going to be collisions? The forty-five and oh, the twenty-five collisions, even further, the, probably more more speed. Because the ball's going to be touched still with guys having pace. I'm inter- I'm interested here too. Is are they going to? Because isn't the whole point of like tweaking kickoff rules safety uh, yeah right safety right that's i don't understand why this is happening and i'd like someone to explain that to me yeah maybe i'm just too stupid to understand um i mean i I understand the rules but i don't see and anybody any listener can help us too but i don't see why this was made why this i can understand that the only thing that they're doing here is no touchbacks yeah you're kicking it from that. super far, twenty-five. Okay, yeah. You're not, so not going to have too many but of those. Is that is that why this whole thing was put into place? Because to me, it just seems like a lot to do just to not have touchbacks. Because it is the waiting for the offensive 
the receiving team to touch the ball going to hinder the kicking team from speeding down the field and having gunners just destroy <laughs> the guys in the setup zone lineup. it's 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 contradictory it seems i don't see but, anything about them having to like wait for the team to catch it that was the xfl rule yeah they, they this says you can run see it here you can you, you go right at them as soon as, you, as soon as the ball's, as ball's kicked, kicked. you go right at them so but then um, you can't recover in, a ball after 20 yards so you won't see any sense. of those bloop those those spot kicks well, Alan, try to they're, they're lining behind up a line at the very minimum they're lining up this is so confusing yeah so at the 45 i'm assuming i'm assuming that you're kicking from the 25 and 10 yards away then is the opposing team it's got to be that close, right? It can't be their right. own. Yeah. Because then I would just onside kick it every time because there's nobody <laughs> going to be there and just pick <laughs> it up every time. So that has to be the thing. Because you're 20 yards away if it's if they're okay, on so, the other so they're t- if they're okay, on the so same side of the field as you. If they're on the same side of the field as you, they're at a minimum 20 yards away. So on an onside kick, how's that work? Well, you no, they're the going to be 10 yards away. There are 35 to 45-yard lines. You have to have eight players in that zone. So they could get to the 35 if they think you're going to onside kick the ball? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Up to the 35. So they could be 10 yards away, just like the NFL. Okay. But then there could be a whole mess of other players down there that you got to run to and have these long, collision, uh, hard collisions with. This is going to give the receiver, the receiving team a chance to catch the ball. And have a, a lot of space, a lot of space to move. To move, right? That's what I'm saying. That's a lot of space and, to and move. That, that's a lot of space and a lot of green in between whoever's tackling that person and whoever's running the ball. Yeah, a lot of collisions still, I feel. it's. But, you know, the 10 yards, that's what you're going for. They keep moving the kicking team and the receiving team closer and closer, but then they give them this 10-yard buffer that they could also go back and set up on if you are like i'm interested to see how they align that up so you can put a few guys up here a few guys back there to maybe just cover for an onside kick there's maybe more movement you can do more you can do strategy wise with this kickoff than the xfl but i like the waiting for it uh to be touched to move just for safety purposes made a lot of sense this uh who knows we'll see we'll see first play how it goes <laughs> at least there's a kickoff i'll say that at least there's a kickoff it goes out of bounds <laughs> yeah that would yeah there isn't a was, i didn't see the out of bounds rule for the kickoff well there's, the a, there's a lot of holes in all these rules because there's a lot of question marks you assume that they're the same rules and but you, uh, kick well, the ball out of, you kick the ball out of bounds. Let's say let's say you kick from the 25, you get yourself what? So what, what's the kickoff right now, 35 or 40? 35, right? Yeah, you yeah. kick off from the 35, that ball goes five yards in the end zone, so that's 50, about 70 yards. So from your 25, 70 yards from there is what? About the 10? Mm-hmm. 15? Around there. They're going to have... They're going to have plenty of space behind them and forward to get down the field. Seems different. Can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see all these rules in in action. Um, it definitely that, is not preventing collisions. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I don't. The I don't see that. The goal of this that. kickoff is to have kickoffs. That's yeah, it. and and this kickoff has guys running as soon as the ball's kicked, so you don't have the safety aspect there you've got potential for more than a 10 yard space of collisions and i think we'll always see that because i don't see teams just lining everybody up at the 35 where you could scoot them back to the 45 at least a couple of guys to work as maybe a wedge although uh, they could they could ban that they i'm sure that there will be rules under rules we didn't see another thing is full disclosure 
We're reading off of the FoxSports.com official release of the rules with all the videos that Mike Pereira put out, but there's no like link to a PDF or anything on USFL2.com or FoxSports.com where you could just see the league rule book, which would be nice. And I don't know why we don't have access to that, why they wouldn't put that out on social media. That would be cool um, to give people that kind of access. But it's not an access type league, really. We're learning. Uh, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully these In work. 21 days. And uh, again, yes, they are approved for betting in 15 states. Uh, not yours, Bryant. Although you'll be in... You'll be out of the state. Oh, no, not in the state you're going to either. So no. I'll be able to bet in Pennsylvania whenever I'm in Are Pennsylvania. Are going to be in Pennsylvania? I was going to say I, New York. Actually, no. Is New, York, New York is New York up there? I don't no. see Virginia? It. No. Florida? No. no. New Jersey? Jersey. Jersey. Oregon, Jersey's Pennsylvania, for West Virginia, Connecticut, Delaware. Nevada. Ohio, Oklahoma, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Nevada, Nevada Ohio. New Hampshire, now you're confusing Mexico, people. North Carolina, North Dakota. You don't know 50 nifty? 50 nifty, United States from 30. No. I, I don't want to hear you sing it. If you're going to do it in a trumpet, you're. I'm, I'll, I'm welcome <laughs> that. But maybe next week because we got to get out of here. After anything your big else, pump, pump, I'm not doing anything like that. Anything, no anything well I, look, left on these rules? Congrats. Congrats on the rule book. We are excited to see these rules play out on the field. Hype for the PI. I, I, Can't I wait. think I mentioned at the beginning of the show that the reasoning behind these would have made more sense with the XFL in 2020. There was a whole lead up, a whole discussion oh, as to why we, they wanted to do these things. Yeah. What was going into the process? They did what was the mindset? Podcasts and videos and all sorts of stuff saying, this is the rule. This is why we made the rule. The, yeah, not just they went in, yeah they just didn't little clips throw pickle with on the window <laughs> and have it stick this is the usfl this is the usfl that's what you know it's funny is i see my hand and i thought that was your wife i was gonna say hi uh either way look we're not bashing i didn't even bash them that much i i, I wish it was my hand i thought oh. my hand on the screen i thought it was your wife I was gonna say hi um what was this? Oh yeah, I'm not bashing these rules. I think they're you know innovation. Sure, can't, there's a can't lot of knock XFL them until you see them. I just wonder if the USFL has seen them. To be 100 percent honest, and what I mean by that is, have they seen them play out on a field? They're practicing Where? them right now. Who? When? With? Yeah. What? The USF the XFL was using the spring league. They were using uh, high school teams, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. They were using a lot of um, laboratories. To, yeah, labs. USFL maybe just didn't give themselves enough time to use that lab. So we'll shall see. We shall see. And you shall see us here on your favorite podcast app right here. Wait, nope. We got to start over. There we go. There <laughs> it is. Just here every single week right here. A few your extra days app. off. You're losing it. <laughs> you got to lose it, man. Right here on your favorite podcast app. That's Google, TuneIn, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you give us that five-star review and tell your friends about us. If you had a question, comment, or topic you want us to cover, well, then call or text the XFL fan line 724 724- 565 4XFL. Remember, standard text message rates do apply. Alan said we're going to talk about some of those text messages next week. Uh, also, you can catch us on social media at XFL Show. That's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, wherever you want to get a hold of us. Our DMs are open. And then also, you can subscribe and watch us on YouTube at www.xfl.show, the official website of This is the XFL Show. And don't forget to check out our sponsors, Pretty Easy Podcast. Go to prettyeasypodcast.com and get started today because they make podcasting. Uh, pretty easy. Yeah. Next week should be fun and different for this show, too, because, well, it's WrestleMania week, Brian. So I'm thinking we'll like bump up a oh, show. Wait, hold recording, on. Sorry. Maybe. Added to the reader. Added to the reader. Oh, and don't forget to check out our other sister show podcast, uh, yes. Brainbuster Radio, for their big WrestleMania 38 show. 38. They don't put the numbers in them anymore, but it is 38. Oh, yeah. It's no, stupendous. it says WrestleMania Star 2. That's what I saw. WrestleMania Stupendous. We'll be talking about on that show, but on this show, I'm thinking it'll be probably a different record date, a different release date, a different style show, but we'll be putting a show out next week and it'll be fun. And yes, we'll get to some of the texts that we love. Who is the head of the table on the the table for that? Oh, the head. Yeah. Who is the head of the table for the US? That's how we should have addressed uh, Jason M's question. Who is the head of the table for the USFL? 
I don't know who to acknowledge when we talk USFL. It might be Roman Reigns. Very much. I could. He is the king of Fox, as far as I'm concerned. So we'll we'll uh, answer that question ourselves. I'll think about it and also let us know. And uh, the next show, yeah, will be a lot. It'll a lot of interaction with uh, the comments you've been sending in because we have some of those uh, on the back burner that we've been saving up. And uh, the USFL is getting closer than ever, so we want to talk about that with you. As for the XFL, laying low. Obviously, no big news announced, but. We do know that they have tons of personnel going out and scouting talent at College Pro Days now, and that's good to see. The youth will be, an, I think, the majority of the league in 2023, and they're doing that work right now. And when all the news starts breaking as far as teams and everything you're talking about, we'll be talking about it here. San Antonio, still not officially announced, Brian. We did not mention that, but unless I miss something. Um, but of course that broke San Antonio will have a team and we're waiting for more details on that as well. Um, Bryant's going to be in Texas this week, not for WrestleMania allegedly, but maybe you can do some sleuthing on uh, the San Antonio XFL franchise while you're there, not eating Franklin barbecue in Austin. Uh, there's just a lot of, I don't know, man, I might actually go into this USFL website and just try to get lost for a while. They go to something called outkick.com. Never heard of them. Have you heard of outkick.com? Yes. Yes. I guess they got bought by Fox, but like that betting yeah. link goes to that. That's, so they that's, don't even have an article within the USFL. Yeah. Website. it's it, That's another Fox property. And that's, um, again, the, the USFL. Literally none of these links go to another page within the USFL. This yeah. The great. USFL oh, coverage man, this is, this and the... official, <laughs> official like posts and stuff this, are all on other to... Fox. It's all spread out across different Fox websites oh, and properties. Man. It's very confusing. And we're so literally again, I don't click hate, on doesn't go to another but I'm just it just make it accessible, please. That's all I'm asking. Make this, this is just a, more this accessible. Is just a, uh, this is just a home screen, basically. <laughs> that goes to like next episode, Brian will give us a full review of the the website and the web I have to scroll the, hold on out. I have to scroll more than halfway down the page before I have fi- find something that I can actually click on. Yes, I know. I said this at the top. It was very confusing and upsetting at the beginning of the show. I was trying to go on team websites Ooh, or pages. They didn't even have them. Oh, we know here we team rosters. Yeah, the very bottom. You got to go all the way down the field. The and then and then it's all one just long list. It's just a <laughs> long list of teams. Yeah, if you're on that roster page, just so you know, the USFL's roster page is one. <laughs> One page, just <laughs> scroll down. Nothing to click. Gosh. Not to say the XFL. Right, let's get out of here before I say something stupid. I, I just said awesome, I'm not bashing the XFL. Let's get out of here before we. <laughs> 21 days. Closer than ever. All right, everybody. At XFL Show. Brian told you all the places to hit us up. But yeah, interact with us there next show. Uh, we'll get to a lot of things you've been saying and uh, keep them coming. We appreciate it. Let us know. Uh, your thoughts on everything we spoke about today. And if you think we do hate the USFL, you're wrong. You're wrong. You keep saying it. Go ahead. We just love that you're subscribing and listening to the show, watching the show on XFL.show and riding down this road to 2023 with us. So thank you. And we'll see you for the next one. For Bryant, I'm Alan. This is the XFL show. Remember, they're watching.